Hi, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast Season 2, and I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is a podcast dedicated to all things food, from recipe ideas to interviews with chefs, producers, purveyors, farmers, and people who just love culinary adventures like myself. So join us here on Fridays to explore the world through the lens of food, and together we can share some yummy food, some laughs, and I welcome you here at my table always. And if you're ready, let's go on a food adventure together starting right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is episode 25, season two. Here I am, world. How you like me? All right, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for being here. If you've been here a while, well then you know what I'm going to say. Don't take notes. I've taken your notes. Go to my website for everything, elizabethrfuller.com. While you're there, check out my amazing photography. I'm a food and product photographer professionally. That's what I do. Editorial commercial. I'm your gal. If you need photos, hit me up. If you've got questions for the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, you need culinary sleuthing of any kind. You heard that right. Send me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. And of course, tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. All right, you guys, let's do this. Let's go on a food adventure together. Woohoo! Oh man, it is like magical outside right now. We have had, knock on wood, just like the most incredible stretch of weather going on right now in New England, and it's freaking amazing. It feels so delicious and refreshing, and there's like a beautiful breeze. I know I probably talk a lot about the weather on this podcast, but when you um, have been so hot, so hot, so unbelievably hot, for what feels like I mean it felt like we were living on the face of the sun and I know I can't complain I shouldn't complain because there are so many other places in the world that feel so much worse and I'm being a total wimp about this but um it's my podcast and I'm gonna complain about it so here I am complaining about the weather but no no that's not what we're here to do today today it's you and me and we're going to answer some of your listener questions that I feel are very appropriate for right now, as well as just kind of chit-chat for a second. I know, I know. And, um, you know, I think as of right now, I know the, the podcast is a little fluid where it was every week I, uh, I was on a roll for the first season. And <laughs> this season, it's been a little more sporadic. Um, and I'm hopeful that I can get back into the groove of at least every other week. Um, that's my like goal. There's definitely some times ahead that I'm already really booked up with, with photography shoots, which I'm thrilled about. But um, I'm going to do my best because I love talking with you guys. I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. So hopefully you enjoy listening. Um, and please keep the listener questions coming in. It fuels my fire and my curiosity. And it helps me be uh, even more culinary confident, confidently confident in the kitchen. So thank you for all of those. And please, please, please keep sending them in. So if you need any culinary sleuthing, any questions, um, I'm your girl. I'm here for you. So bring it on, people. Um, and you know the email address, but one more time, let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. 
So if you don't follow me on Instagram with my photography account, it's Elizabeth Fuller Photography. You're missing out on some yummy photos. Um, but besides that, I have, as you know, been shooting for Cooks Illustrated, which is a lovely magazine that um, I don't know if any of you are the like Devil Wears Prada fans, but Stanley Tucci's character talks about his magazine that he is the, I think he might be the art director for in the movie, and he calls it a beacon of hope. Uh, for a little boy in, I think he said he was from Rhode Island at the time. And uh, it's kind of what Cooks Illustrated feels like to me in a way, because I've loved it for so long from afar. So it really, and I said this in my post um, when the first issue came out a few weeks ago or last week, that it really is such a, um, a pleasure and honor and something I don't, I don't like discount or take lightly that I feel very grateful to be a part of the team shooting um, this really important magazine and something that I've used for many, many, many years. So if you have a chance to pick it up, it's the September, October issue is where you're going to see some of my work. And going forward, um, like I said, I've shot the November, December issue, um, the January, February and we're going back in the studio in September to shoot the na- the month after that, whatever that is, uh, January, March, April. I know it's crazy, right? So um, yeah, check it out. And there's a lot of wonderful recipes as well as some obviously beautiful photos, but there's so much work that goes into creating something like this. And so many hands are um, a part of it. I just feel honored to be uh, one of the cogs in the wheel that gets to show the story and help tell it um in a beautiful way so yay so go check that out please 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 and um you should be able to buy it on newsstands shortly i know um it's probably getting mailed out uh this week or next week or something like that i'm not part of that team but (laughs) i imagine it's probably getting mailed out soon so uh yeah exciting exciting stuff um something else that i feel like we should talk about So, and I mentioned this many times over and I'm just, I feel like it needs to be mentioned again because somebody brought it to my attention, uh, last week. And I was like, how do you not know what this is? It's one of my favorite condiments from, I've been using it for a handful of years now and, uh, I've made it. I have purchased a few different brands of this and it's something I put on I wouldn't say everything I eat, but like I would say 75% of what I eat. And that is chili crisp. If you don't know what chili crisp is, well, let me help you find out. Um, It is this yummy condiment. If you like spice, so it does, it is spicy, but it's not like knock your socks off. Like you're going to sweat spicy. It's uh, depending which brand you buy or which one you make if it's made with like Szechuan peppercorns then it's going to have that beautiful like stinging sensation in your mouth um I'm I'm like salivating thinking about it that then soon dissipates and makes you salivate and crave more right it's a thing um if it's made with other types of chilies you're going to have a slightly different warming reaction in your mouth it's nothing you can't handle if you already eat 
a slight amount of spice in your life, you can, you know, just put a teeny tiny bit on. I don't even think a little bit goes a long way. I'll be honest. I go through a jar of chili crisp every, every two months maybe. And I'm probably one of the, well, Todd does eat it, but I eat it more than he does. And it is, so it's, it's this condiment that is chilies, garlic, shallots sometimes, aromatics, sometimes there's onion in it. Um, and it's fried in oil and then it's, the aromatics get taken out and what's left is just chilies and this like crispy onion, garlicky, shallotty mixture and this really flavorful oil. And so you can it usually comes in a glass jar. There's a few brands that I personally love. The Fly By Jing, I think, is really good. My ultimate favorite, and I again want to give a shout out to my buddy Bob, um, who lives in New York. He turned me on to the Mamafuka one, which you can buy in most grocery stores now. And if you can't get it in a grocery store, you can definitely get it online on probably, unfortunately, Amazon and other places like that but you can definitely get it like don't don't think you can't get you can get it you can totally get it um so the mama fuka one is my favorite because i think it just has a really nice balance of flavor the fly by jing one's excellent don't get me wrong i absolutely love theirs as well um those are the two i highly recommend there's plenty more out there and there's so many recipes to make your own um I just shot one for Cooks Illustrated, so stay tuned for that. It's coming up in an upcoming issue. Um, but you can Google it. You could find it. It just, when you make it yourself, it's going to make, you're going to make a larger quantity than you probably are going to, I know you'll probably go through it, but you have to buy a lot of things to make it versus like just spending the 10 bucks and buying the jar yourself. But hey, if you want to make it, make it. I don't want to deter you from, from doing that. And you're like, what should I put this on? Well, again, I'm salivating now. Um, I put it on everything, like anything from like avocado toast, eggs, um, you can put it on stir fries, grain bowls. It's like just a nice topping to add on. I mean, like anything, dumplings, noodles, soups. Uh, I know people who put it on ice cream, like you can put it on like literally any, you can put it on oysters, you can put it on Whatever you think needs a tiny bit of um, spice or maybe like just a little more depth of flavor or whatever. It's it's utterly delicious. Go out and find some, buy some, add it to your condiment like regime that's just sitting. You know you have condiments that have been in your fridge for years that need to go anyway. So purge those and buy some chili crisp and you will thank me because it is delicious. Yes. All right, let's get into some listener questions. All right. Hold on, don't you love this music? Bum, 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 bum. So fun. It's been a minute. Okay. Terry in Massachusetts writes, I live in New England and we went and picked peaches last weekend. What kind of rhymes? Now I have $40 of peaches slowly staring at me from my countertop and rotting. What are your favorite peach recipes? I totally know this feeling. It happens to me with apples. I get super excited about picking apples. When you go, so, and I'm sure it's the same thing with peaches, but like when you go to an orchard in New England and you go and pick something, there's always a small size and then the bigger size. And when you look at the two unfilled containers, bags, whatever, 
you think to yourself, Jesus, that, that thing's really fucking small. And then you see the big one and you're like, oh, for only $20 more, I can have that much. I'll definitely eat that much. And then you get that much and you get home and you're like, now what the hell do I do? This is too much. So I do this every single year with apples. I totally feel your pain. And um, it is prime peach season here in New England. I know you think you guys grow peaches in New England like for a week and they are delicious. Are they Georgia and South Carolina peaches? No, mm -mm, no, but they're really, really good. And um, it's like legit, like it's, <laughs> it's like a week. <laughs> you blink, it's done. So right now it is prime time peach season. So this is like a very uh, timely question. All right. So, I mean, we can talk about the obvious ones like jams. Um, I don't know if you like canning things, but you can always make a jam. You could make a peach barbecue sauce. You can make a galette. You could make um, a peach sorbet, peach ice cream, if that's your jam. Like you, there's... There's the obvious, and maybe they're not so obvious, but there, there's those things, right? There's, um, I know people who pickle peaches, and I think that might even be like a tongue twister. I know <laughs> um, you can make a peach, um, a salsa. Like I made a peach salsa the other day. It was delicious. Love and lemons. I'll put the, the recipe in. I mentioned it last episode too. Um, but something that I think might be kind of delicious that I've been into recently and I'm not really an overnight oats kind of gal I don't really care for cold oatmeal um especially overnight it just non-cooked oatmeal I don't care how long it fucking soaks for it still tastes like wet cereal and I don't care for it but what I do do is if I do happen to make overnight oats I heat them up <laughs> the next day I know I don't know if it sounds gross to you but it's what I do and it works for me so um, you could make like a vanilla bean, cardamom, peach, brown sugar overnight oats. That would be wicked easy. Um, so you just take the oats, rinse them, uh, some chia seeds maybe, and some whatever milk is your thing. Nut milk, cow's milk, goat milk, whatever milk, soy milk, I don't care. And uh, mixy mixy, right? And I can either find you an overnight oats recipe or you can make your own up and then in another bowl I would chop up the peaches I would add some vanilla bean paste because that's the only vanilla bean stuff I use is the paste I know I know it's the best in my opinion I just think it's really freaking good and then um, some fresh crushed cardamom I or if you have powdered cardamom okay but I do think to go the extra mile and uh, use a mortar and pestle and do it yourself. Just saying. I think it's a lot of flavor. It's good. Little goes a long way. Um, and then I would add in a touch of brown sugar, a touch of salt, mixy, mixy, maybe some black pepper. I think that would be delicious. And then uh, in the bottom of the jar, the peaches. And then the oats, maybe in the, the cheesy mixture. And then maybe even a little more peach on top. Put it, flip on it, into the fridge it goes, make a couple of them. And the next day, pull it out, eat it as is with maybe some uh, chopped nuts on top, pecans, sliced almonds, whatever your fancy is. Or you can do what I do, which is nuke it for 30 seconds, stirry, stirry, maybe a 
couple more seconds just so it's warm. I don't want it piping hot, but I want it warm. And uh, some nuts on top, even a drizzle of maple syrup if you don't think it's sweet enough. Chef's kiss. The other thing uh, that I've made recently, which I thought was delicious, and I will link in the show notes, it's from, I think it might be from Food and Wine, and it is a fried farro salad with peaches and burrata. I know. I know. I will link that in the show notes. It's delicious. Doesn't take long. It comes together pretty quickly. And last but not least, the other thing, whoopsie, I just knocked the mic. Sorry. The other thing I made not too long ago with some peaches that I had that were about to go bad was King Arthur Flour has a recipe for a southern peach cobbler. It's a little different than a traditional cobbler. Um, It's like a cake in a cob in like a cobbler sort of had a baby and in a cast iron pan I made it and it was really good and you bake it in the oven um it was really good so I can link that to it's not a traditional like crumbly cobblery kind of thing it's a little different than that and I think it was really really delicious so I uh oh and you know what else you could do I'm not done yet I'm not done yet you could um make a cocktail you could muddle them you could put some fresh mint in with the muddler you could add uh brown sugar again i think peaches and brown sugar really go together or you could add uh, simple syrup and then muddle 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 add some bourbon drink it or add <laughs> some some bourbon and ginger beer or you could add some rum and i don't know seltzer um or 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 you could just add ginger beer or just seltzer and you'd have like a refreshing mocktail. So I think that would be delicious. And last but not least, you could always make a smoothie and slice them up and freeze them on like a quarter sheet pan and then pull them out once they're frozen and then put them in like a zippy or a tuppy in the freezer and then just put them in a smoothie. Make like get like vanilla um, powder, like protein powder and like have like a peaches and cream kind of smoothie moment. That'd be kind of yummy. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, so I hope that helps. All right. Next up. Batter, 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 batter. So wing, batter. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Steve from Instagram writes, I have a CSA and it's all about tomatoes all the time right now. I know I can make sauce. I can can them, which I won't because I don't trust myself to do it right. And I don't want to get botulism. That's on any recipes that use a ton of tomatoes. I, too, Steve, don't want you to get botulism, and I feel like that sounds like something that you would get from a sewer in London in the 1700s, but um, I know it's not. So I agree with you. Like, when when I see tomatoes, I say sauce. (laughs) You say tomato. No, I'm kidding. But um, there are a couple of things that, like, Mm, I don't know if you dig any of these flavors, but maybe you do. I'm not, I'm not sure, but let's give it a shot, right? So one of my favorite flavors, uh, or not flavors, but one of my favorite things to order when, when I get Thai food is this, um, or Vietnamese food, I should say, is this like Vietnamese Thai kind of inspired tomato cucumber salad. And it usually has like a nook chom adjacent dressing, which is a dressing that's made with like an, a lime, lime juice, a little brown sugar, some water, and uh, some chili, garlic, and fish sauce. So it's got all the wonderful flavor balance that you could ever want. And 
it's really just fresh sliced tomatoes, big things of cu- big chunks of cucumber, um, some fresh herbs like cilantro, mint, maybe some Thai basil. And I'm salivating again thinking about this. And then some peanuts is usually what I see in some of the ones that I've had. And some some chili too. It's so good and so refreshing on like a hot day. There's not much protein to it. So you definitely need to have, this is like a salad that would go with a dish kind of thing. But it's definitely an interesting way to use up tomatoes that isn't like a caprese or like a panzanella, which I I don't want to knock any of those things, but it's nice to waken up your palate and try something different, right? Um, My friend Sam Four from Tuck Tuck Lex down in Kentucky, she has, and I think it's, I don't know if it's food and wine or bon appetit, but I'll find the recipe and link it on the show notes. She has an incredible tomato pie. It's made with a curry uh, base to it. It's got, it's so, 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 so good. I will link that in. That's another way to use some up. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of gazpacho. It's not my thing. I know it's just not my thing, but I know a lot of people who love it. So gazpacho is a great way to use up some tomatoes. Um, I also love roasting them and then just freezing them. I think that's another delicious way to use some tomatoes up and then you can do something with them later. And of course, I mean, you can always make like a salsa or tomato relish and then that can go on like maybe some grilled spiced swordfish or some huevos rancheros. And then, you know, last but not least, there's nothing better than the best BLT or just straight up tomato sando um, on some really, really, really good bread. Like, I don't know. I, I love tomatoes. I love when they're in season. And I mean, I can eat them like candy. And just like, even when you bite into a good BLT with like a really I make when I make mine like the tomato is the star like it's super thick and when you bite it it's juicy and you might not be able to put it down and like it's kind of a mess it's just it's delicious so excuse me get get the right mayonnaise if you're in the south you're eating dukes if you're up here just get a good mayonnaise that doesn't have a lot of junk in it and uh, make yourself a tomato sando or BLT yes maybe that's what I'll have for dinner all right. Joanne from Instagram writes, I've reached a point in my summer where I'm exhausted and I don't feel like cooking at all. Do you have any favorite no cook or like the easiest amount of cooking dinner ideas? Joanne, I totally understand where you're coming from and feel your pain because I too reach a point when it's super hot that I don't want to cook either. And I will either get takeout or dive into one of these. These are like my go-to when I can't even, I I don't want to, you can't make me do anything in the kitchen. These are like my go-to things. So first and foremost, I don't know what your budget is. I don't know if you're a vegetarian or a vegan or what your dietary preferences are. So I'm just going to go with what I eat and uh, what I'm willing to do at times. So bear with. If you're uh, financially able to, because it is more expensive to go this route, but Whole Foods or other um, places like that that have some pre-made things 
a lot of times has already roasted meats, grilled chicken breasts, um, grilled shrimp, uh, you know, sliced roasted steak, things like that. Sometimes they have salmon and I will go and get a couple of pieces of grilled chicken that's already grilled and um, or some seafood and even just like a bag salad. Or if I go to the salad bar and I see they have like peanut noodles, I might just grab some of those or like sesame noodles and some veg and just be done with it. Right. Um, You know, your girl loves a rotisserie chicken. I've mentioned this many, many times. It is one of my go to easy. I don't want to cook kind of things. And that rotisserie chicken can go in pretty much anything under the sun. I will shred it. I will put it on noodles, put it on top of salad, put it on a green bowl, put it in a sandwich. I will make chicken salad out of it. I will do anything and everything with that rotisserie chicken. And if it doesn't heat up my house in any way, sign me up. Um, If you, speaking of chicken salad, you know, tuna salad or chickpea salad, it's delicious, really easy. Um, I'm absolutely obsessed and have been for a while with, there's this brand of tuna called Tonino and I've, uh, I've worked with them and shot a ton of some ton of photos and wrote some recipes for them that will be out shortly. But before I worked with them, I was a huge fan of their products. So it's a jarred tuna. They come in a few different flavors as well as uh, just some delicious yellowfin or albacore tuna, oil, spring water. I prefer the oil. I think it's uh, extra flavorful. And uh, I will make many things with said tuna. And one like no cook recipe is definitely either like a bowl or uh, a tuna niçoise salad or a tuna, even like crostini kind of like, you know, I like that. And I can link that recipe in the show notes from Bon Appetit that I just absolutely love and make my own version of all the time. Another thing that I will do is, you know, that section in the grocery store that has like hummus, tabbouleh, tzatziki, I will get one of each of those. I will either get greens or if I'm feeling frisky, I will, um, either make some brown rice or buy some rice. Usually it's over greens because I can't even be bothered. And then either like some beans of some kind, chickpeas and or rotisserie chicken. And then I will put all of this shit in a bowl. I shouldn't say shit. All of this stuff in a bowl. Um, I love the pre-roasted, pre-cooked vacuum sealed beets in the refrigerator section, like where the produce is. Get some of those, slice that up. I will get naan if I can't be bothered with toasting said naan. I have been known to just grab a bag of pita chips and maybe slice up some cucumber. And that's dinner in a bowl. And it's delicious. Uh, So those are some of my ideas when you just can't even don't want to cook. And also, like, if you really don't want to cook and you really don't want to go to the grocery store, just get takeout. Like, Right now, it's a great time to still support local restaurants. Some ways, sometimes it's even less expensive than going out and buying all of these things in a grocery store, especially if it's just you. Um, Definitely. I support takeout. I'm getting take. Oh, no. I don't know what I'm going to do for dinner tonight now. God, I'm hungry.
All right, last question. Amy from Instagram writes, and I've gotten asked this quite a few times, so thank you for asking, and I'm more than happy to answer it. Amy from Instagram writes, you always ask everyone at the end of each interview what they're currently making, so I wanted to ask you, what are you currently making or loving right now? Thank you, Amy. That's really sweet. Well, this week in my studio, it is all about Thanksgiving. I have a huge holiday shoot with one of my clients uh, this week and next week, and it is all about Thanksgiving this week. Next week, it's all about December holidays, but this week, it's all about Thanksgiving. So I have a 20-pound turkey right now sitting in my fridge doing its thing, getting ready to be put in the oven tomorrow, and uh, fresh baked rolls, homemade cranberry sauce, um, green beans, not casserole, just like I roast them and put like herbs and deliciousness all over them and then uh, mashed potatoes like literally butternut squash soup been it is this this studio this week it's all about the holidays so that's what I'm making in my kitchen studio right now and we will eat it because nothing goes to waste but the other thing that I'm going to make this week that um not shoot related is I saw I don't know if it was on the today show or if it was on Instagram but I saw these beautiful eggplants that were scored and roasted and then had this gorgeous caramelized miso glaze on them. So I'm going to make that. And then with some um, peanut noodles, I have this peanut sauce, that recipe that I wrote that I'm utterly in love with. Um, and I am going to make that this week as well. But yeah, that's what I have going on. Thank you for asking. All right, my friends, another episode in the books. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for being here today. I appreciate it. Uh, for all of the show notes, go to my website, elizabethrfuller.com. Uh, if you have questions for the podcast, shoot me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram. I love seeing them at let's go on a food adventure. Thank you guys so much for listening. It is so lovely to be back in your ears. And I hope you enjoyed this little mini episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. I will see you hopefully next week or the following week with a full episode and an interview with somebody I think you're going to find fascinating. All right, you guys, lead with kindness, make some yummy food together, and I'll see you next week. Bye.